And we're back with another episode of The Weekly Wilson. I am one of your hosts, Brian Wilson. And I am your second host, Jay Wilson. Alright, we got a big week here on The Weekly Wilson for multiple reasons. Reason number one, I have a new recording microphone that I got for Christmas. What? Yeah, so hopefully my audio quality sounds a lot better. Here, I can show it to you, Jay, right here. Dude! Yeah, boom. Oh, man. Look at that. Got it from my uh, girlfriend's sister. I'm going to be like the annoying one with like tinny audio. I know. Time to step your game up, man. I'll order Podcast is going places. Oh, jeez. And reason number two that it's an exciting week is speaking of my girlfriend's sister, my girlfriend also known as Sydney, is on the podcast with us today. Also known Yay. as Sid or Squidney. Mm-hmm. Many names. Known as many things in many places. But she's here because I spent the past week with her family, during which period we uh, I got them sufficiently obsessed with Settlers of Catan, and they had some things to say about my behavior during board games, and I figured Sydney would be a good representative to discuss that topic. So that's one of the topics we're going to cover today. Oh, geez. Um, and then we're also going to go into, last week we did a recap of 2020, so this year we're going to take a look, this year, this week, we're starting a new year though, so it kind of yeah. counts. This week we are going to look at our New Year's resolutions for 2021. And then also maybe talk about how we did with our ones from 2020. We kind of covered them last week, but we'll still Mm -hmm. go into it anyway. If we find it necessary. But as always, we're going to start off the episode with just what happened last week. Which I think Jay had more going on, so I'll let you take it away. Okay, so first big thing. This happened like maybe the same day that we recorded last week, but like afterwards... But it was huge, and I wanted to talk to you about it for, like, the whole week. And I was just, yes, I was very upset that we had just recorded. But, so, or wait, did I already talk about my AirPods? Um, the earwax, yes. Yeah? Got feedback that that was very disgusting. Yeah. So, wait, did I talk about it on the podcast, though? Yes. Really? (laughs) Oh, man, I'm losing it, Yeah, Sydney had some things to say about it. But I'm still ecstatic about that, so I guess mm-hmm. mention that one more time. The AirPods are <laughs> Just back. still riding that cloud. <laughs> Dude, I'm still riding that wave. Um, but aside from that, this week I moved to Cincinnati. So oh, that yeah, was I guess cool. that did happen, huh? Yeah. You can see the flag in the background. Mm-hmm. I don't um, know where my flag went. To Jay. Oh, that's mine. Yeah. Yep, that makes sense. (laughs) I was just thinking about it this past week because Cincinnati played um, Georgia. Great game. Yeah, great. Well, first half was great. Second half made me upset. But I was thinking about my Cincinnati flag because we were watching it at um, one of Sydney's brother-in-law's house and her sister's house. They're married. Anyways, (laughs) Anyways, <laughs> he is a diehard Georgia fan and takes football very seriously, and I really just wanted to go all out for Cincinnati. Oh, and yeah. I was like, where's my flag? We totally should have brought my flag. Dang. But I guess it's in better hands now. You'll get more use out of it. Yeah. Dude, like, I, you and I both don't get into football. Sydney, I don't know about know. you. You're from Alabama. So. <laughs> I like football. <laughs> Sydney but, knows more about college football than both of us combined. I believe that. But. 
In yeah. terms of like single game passion, I think you and I have a very high ceiling as far as like how deep we can dive in like 12 hours. Oh yeah, for sure. Like we just <laughs> flip it on and we're just like, I would die for this team right now. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but no, I was like so emotionally invested and like I was kind of in a bad mood for like a few hours after that. Like I was very upset. Yeah, I was really upset. What got me is when the game ended, um, Sydney's mom was like, oh, well, at least you can say that you hung with an SEC team. And I'm like, my ass, Cincinnati could have won that game Yeah, what the hell? Like, it was a, everyone was like, oh, okay, Georgia won as they should. We held them to a field goal for like a whole quarter. I know. I'm like, Cincinnati played really well, they're a really good team, and that was a really good game. And the teams like, were, like, beating the crap out of each other, like, that was, like, a fist fight. Oh, <laughs> Wait, man. When was there a fist fight? No, it wasn't, there wasn't a fist fight, it was like a fist fight, like, they were just really going at it. Okay, yeah. And they're like, the result happened as it should. And I'm well, like, oh, please. Yeah, at least the commentators were talking about, like, this was a phenomenal game, both teams are in, like, a lot of respect here. Yeah. yeah, that's all I want, is I want Cincinnati to have some street cred. Oh, man. Street cred abounding. Everyone, like, I think the general vibe is like, wow, Cincinnati really got screwed on this, like, championship pick, because we went, like, 9-0. and and like Yeah, um, but also, I'm happy they didn't put us in, like, the top four, because we would have just gotten they, racked. Yeah, they could, we could have gotten, like, destroyed, and then be like, yeah, go back to your place. But, like, yeah. since so we, like, I think really it, showed up. Mm-hmm. I think at the end of the day, it really did a lot for us. Yeah. Oh, man. But... That's Anyways. our football segment for this week. <laughs> yeah, I didn't mean to, like, dive into football. But, uh, <laughs> shoot, was that just about the flag? Yeah. So, I moved down to Cincinnati. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, literally the first sentence. Um, so, I drove down on <laughs> January 29th. Yeah. Um, and I got in. January relative- 29th. December 29th. And I... Just, like, stuffed the sedan to the gills, like, the C320. It is oh, not yeah. a large car. And I was, I've like, moved cross-country in that car. <laughs> yeah. So I was, like, hmm, we're really going to have to, like, think about what's vital. So, like, I had all my possessions in the garage, and I think I cut out at least, like, a third of the mass of these possessions. Like, just, like, stuff that I was leaving. Like, I was, like, can't take it. It's not crucial. <laughs> so Sounds about right. Yeah. And my, uh, my mattress, a.k.a. Uh, memory foam mattress topper was rolled up real tight so that didn't take up too much mm-hmm. space um Classic. yeah I, I made it down um unpacked i was able to okay the satisfying part of like leaving a bunch of possessions was that i was able to like unload all my stuff in like 30 minutes yeah that's yeah that's one of the perks it's the dream and then like i put everything in here and i'm just like wow the room's so not crowded and then like one of my roommates was like, wow, you're, like, the room looks kind of sad. I was like, nah, like, this is awesome. I got so much room for activities. Like, <laughs> and, oh, man. Yeah, man. I, I was on the living only on what you can fit in a compact car train for a solid four years in college. Yeah. So, it's a good place to be. Yeah, I know. So I'm really excited about that. Um, big big uh, difference between this room and the last room. I decided to keep my toolbox just out and about all the time. I've been using Ooh, the tools like a lot. Yeah, like, just random stuff. It's nice to have the tools readily accessible. They were, like, in the recesses of my closet last time. Big upgrade. Uh-huh. But, That's interesting. I feel like you need yeah, them a lot during move-in, but then, like, once you get settled, I feel like you'll need them less. 
Maybe. But one thing to complain about the new place is that I live in a basement with really low ceilings. And, um... Oh, I've been there. But it's worse somehow because it's not all <laughs> really low ceilings. Like, I'd say 90% of the, of the ceilings are, like, fine for me to stand fully upright, which is, like, a tall ceiling. Uh-huh. But well, then at least 10% just, like, feet. ruins me. <laughs> oh, so do you just walk hunched all the time then just to be safe? It The kitchen is a, like, war zone because there's, like, a light fixture that comes down too low and then there's, like, a weird, like duct or something that like comes down for a section and for one of the sections of the duct it's like there's also a step up under it (laughs) so like i'll be fine and then i'll step up into a lower part of the ceiling and just like destroy my head on the way into the kitchen or like i'll be at the sink and then like turn to walk out of the kitchen and just like right into a corner (laughs) (laughs) dude why so the ceiling's low in the kitchen too there's a kitchen in the basement. What? Yeah, it's crazy. It was like it used, this house used to be three units, but my like friends just rented it out as one. Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of the houses in Cincinnati, I feel like, have low ceilinged basements that they're making the most of. Yeah. Let me tell you, Cincinnati though is an investor's dream because so many people will cram into such a crappy small house that like you can make the rent astronomical and yeah. people will pay for it anyway because it's like, well, if you split it seven ways, it's only yeah. four hundred a month. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's like I don't think seven people should be living there. No, it's uh definitely like not the most sanitary thing I'd say. But um, there's like seven people in this house, but then the way it works out, like with the units, it's like me and one other girl, like, share this bottom floor, and it's just us. Like, we have our own kitchen, bathroom, we each have our own room. Huh. Yeah. Wow, that's nice. It's a big basement. No, yeah, it's, like, finished, and there's, like, a living room down here, too. Like, mm-hmm. it's crazy. But yeah, um, my problem is, in four months, you're going to have a hunch. <laughs> yeah. <I'll> just... <laughs> but, um, uh, but, yeah, so that's mostly what's been going on with me. Um... But then, as far as, like, New Year's Eve plans, do you want to dive into that at all? Like, I've been talking for a while. Um, well, we didn't do much for New Year's, really, so if you want to talk about yours, just go for it. Well, okay. Oh, shoot. <laughs> can you still hear me? What's happening now? I'm making a headphone yeah, transfer. I can hear you. <laughs> okay. But, um, but my headphones are at, like, the max length of the charging cable, so then when I pick them up, they just, like, fall out of my hand. <laughs> But anyways, no. <laughs> um, so I decided to drive up to Columbus to hang out with Tommy. We're doing first names, right? Apparently. Um, <laughs> but uh, we should really discuss this off podcast sometime so that we're on the same <laughs> page. But I love just mentioning it every time. Um, so anyways, I went up to hang out with Tommy for New Year's Eve and uh, it was great to see him. He's like childhood best friend, but I don't get to hang out with him that often. So, mm-hmm. really fun to see him. But before I went to his house with his roommates, I, before I was contaminated, I stopped and saw the sisters, which I told you about. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that was... Yeah, sent me sent me pictures so that I would have FOMO. Yeah. No, I got there, and, like, it was not my plan to do that, but then they were instantly just like, oh, we gotta send a picture to Andrew and make him sad. Like... <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's something that we always do to each other, though. Like, yeah. It's it's an understanding. Yeah, no. It's, <laughs> well, because I think we know that, like, 
we know the other sibling is, like knows about it and is going to be sad. So it's like kind of just like, hey, all the cards on the table, like we all love you, but yeah. we you were here. Like, and it's one of those things that's like, yeah, you're sad, but you're also happy that everyone else is happy. Yeah. 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 Wholesome memes. Okay. But um, <laughs> but I it was really really fun hanging out with them. I got to see Greg, husband Greg, mm-hmm. and uh, Ben, and then some of their friends showed up eventually. But uh, my plan was to then drive to Tommy's afterwards. Like, I was just going to hang out there for a couple hours and then go to Tommy's. But mm-hmm. then I showed up and Aaron was, like, immediately like, hey, are you, like, sad that you're missing out on, like, the pregame at Tommy's? Like, do you want to, like, drink here? And then I was like, oh, like, maybe I could have, like, a beer, but, like, I, like, I'm going to drive later. And then she said, mm-hmm. well, just, like, get an Uber. If it's, like, 20 bucks, I'll pay for it. It's fine. And then I was like, well, okay. <laughs> so okay, then okay. Rachel made me one drink. <laughs> oh boy that's how every night starts <laughs> yeah one rachel drink is about as stiff as one mueller drink but um really well no like you know she makes real stiff like cocktails and like i feel like mike also yeah. does that but like rachel makes mm-hmm. them taste good all the time she's like a she's a little mixologist but mm-hmm. um it had tequila in it and like spices like jalapenos it was like savory interesting and, like smoky um so, based on that profile, it's a real quick game, Sydney, I promise. But, um, <laughs> but guess, you okay, you get one guess. It's like a real quick game. You get one guess, and if you can say one of the multitude of names that they called this drink throughout the night, then you get a point. Um... The first name is the liquor involved. So, okay. I'm giving you so many hints. If you don't at least get one of these knowing our sisters, I'm going to be disappointed. Is it a tequila smoker? Shoot, was that one? <laughs> that's the one flaw in this game is that they called it like thirty different things. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. I would, I'd be be willing to wager a podcast point that they called it tequila smokers at one point. <laughs> I think we called them little smokies at one point too. Okay, but the main one I think was tequila sizzlers. Yeah, that was gonna be another guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that was they were in full force as far as naming things that evening, and it was yeah. just like. But it was very, but it was very different from a raspberry sizzler. Was it? Was there were the raspberries a sizzler as well? I think those were in Florida. There were. I thought it was the razzle dazzle, <laughs> and they like the that was that bubbler. was another name for the raspberry sizzler. <laughs> <laughs> there was blueberry bubbler, blueberry surprise, <laughs> blueberry bubbly surprise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're goofballs, but um. Mm-hmm. But no, so then I went to um, Tommy's house, got a piece of crucial information before leaving Tommy's house that um, Aaron's boyfriend, Ben, Ben's younger brother, Jared, who's my age, was having a party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was just okay. like, oh, you should, you should go to Jared's party. I was just like, okay, this is a very tangential friendship. I suppose I could pop in. Like, <laughs> 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 But, um, you know, I was hanging out at Tommy's house, like... Doing New Year's festivities, drinking some drinks, so obviously my social charisma was through the roof. And um, uh-huh. of course. <laughs> so then I walked like a mile through like New Year's Eve freezing weather. And then just uh-huh. like rolled up and I was like, don't know a soul in the house, but it's like a college party. <laughs> and I'm just like, uh-huh. well, shoot, I guess I'm here. And I just start stumbling through. I'm just like, hey, have you seen Jared? Like, have you seen Jared? And then, like, I go up to, like, the very top floor, and coming down is this dude with, like, the most Lionel Richie hair and, like, mustache ever. And I was like, 
Jared? Because, like, I saw him <laughs> once in my life, like, two years ago, and then another time three years ago is, like, the association yeah. I have with this man. So, uh-huh. he was like, Jay! And I was like, what's up? <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> and then we were just thick as thieves all night. It was great. Mm-hmm. But Everyone's uh, like, who do you know here? And you're like, oh, I'm Jared's brother's girlfriend's brother. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? <laughs> but, uh, but no. So, like, people would be like, hey, so you know Jared? And then I'd be like, yeah. And then they'd be like, oh, so you're from Akron. And I'd be like, yeah. And, like, that was... Like, that, in parts that I was much closer to Jared than, like, in reality, I am, but... Uh-huh. Dude, whatever works. <laughs> That's always fun. Just going to a party you barely have any business being at. Just yeah. leaning into it. <laughs> it was goofy. Um, so we were hanging out all night. It was really, really fun. Um, but eventually, the substances got on top of me, because I was kind of out of it. Um, at one <laughs> point, we were, like, rage dancing to, like, Green Day and, like, screaming the lyrics... Oh, yes. <laughs> and then I vaguely remember getting, like, hit really hard in the face, like, two different times, I think, <laughs> by, like, an elbow. Oh, <laughs> but I only remembered, like, when I woke up and tried to, like, blow my nose, and I was like, oh, it hurts so bad. <laughs> and then, like, my eye hurt really bad. I was like, what the hell happened? <laughs> but, Sounds um, like a good old-fashioned New Year's party. <laughs> You're, it's better than the time that you spent all night, um dabbing under a streamer <laughs> and my neck was sore the next day yeah <laughs> oh man the night of a thousand dabs lest we forget <laughs> um but uh but then i didn't intend to stay the night there but i woke up in a fugue state just sandwiched between jared and one of his roommates in a queen bed <laughs> <laughs> so uh, then i just oh, kind of stumbled home in freezing rain and uh that was the end of that <laughs> So no contact with Tommy? No, I stumbled back to Tommy's house. And then like... Oh, okay, okay. I ended up spending New Year's Day there and like watching the game with him and his friends and like they made food. It was really nice. But then I came home the day after that. Okay. Did you... So did you ever make it to Tommy's house the night of New Year's? Yeah, so I went went there for like a couple hours and then like until like after the ball dropped. Oh, so you went there first and then to Jared's? I went to Rachel and Aaron's then Tommy's, uh-huh. then Jared's. Okay, gotcha. I went in ascending order of, like, quarantine stupidity to hopefully not step on anybody's toes. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Which I think worked out pretty well, but, um... Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I did. Except for the part where you went back to Tommy's the next morning. Yeah, but, like, they were pretty chill. You do what you can. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, so that's what I did New Year's, and that's about all I got for the past week, really. I've just been living in Cincinnati, doing my thing. Yeah. Well, Ohio State winning put me in a difficult situation because Sydney's dad got me Alabama apparel for Christmas. Ooh. So I was like, well, (laughs) Ohio State probably won't win and I won't have to make this decision. But now I'm really in a pickle. (laughs) Yeah, man. I was, uh, for some reason, I think the bad mood that Cincinnati losing put me in just, like, inflamed, like some non-existent rage that I had for Alabama. Like, I don't know why. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. because I remember Snapchatting you something. I think yeah. it was me in the Alabama gear. And then yeah. you were like, I don't know if I've always felt this way, but I hate Alabama. <laughs> yeah, like, oh man. I, like, I would just like be like, I wasn't even watching the game really, but I would like walk through the room and see them playing and they would like make a catch up and be like, Ah, fucking Bama. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
But uh, I guess well, I guess I swear on this podcast now. But um, <laughs> yeah, I'll have to check the uh, adult content box when I publish it. I guess. Oh really? Yeah, maybe. I don't know how that works. We haven't been caught yet, and we've sworn before, so. <laughs> kind of said it under my breath. We're fine. Um, yeah. but do you want to hop into some of the 2021 like plans or like predictions, projections? Well, not yet because my New Year's stuff. Also really couples in with the Christmas stuff. So I was at Sydney's um, family stuff last week when we recorded. You may have heard a small child screaming in the background. <laughs> um, but yeah, so last week we did more Christmas stuff and then New Year's, which our New Year's was really just, uh, we were at Sydney's mom's house. We got a couple drinks and drank while we watched the ball drop and then kind of just went to bed. But... Also throughout the week, as I mentioned, we played lots of card games, and then I also got them obsessed obsessed with Settlers of Catan. So what, we played six games? Yeah. We played six games of Settlers of Catan. Sydney won four? Mm-hmm. And what? then we also played Progressive Rummy twice, and Sydney won once. Oh so my So Sydney word. was the big time winner of the whole week. And it was like, we played six games of Settlers of Catan in two days. Yeah. And I think yeah. four of them was in one, and two was in the other. That's, yeah. That's we played four numbers. games back to back. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, it came up that I apparently am a sore winner. The <laughs> <laughs> I believe that. And so, yeah, I don't know if we just wanted to elaborate on that a little bit, because I feel like I'm a normal person. <laughs> I think this conversation has come up between the three of us before. It has, because you told me about the one time where Brian used to win stuff, and he used to, like, cheer and throw his hands above his head and go, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> That's the story I remember. Yeah. That was the peak of rage, honestly, in my life, probably. <laughs> I saw murder. <laughs> what about what about playing um, Overcooked when you accidentally threw the cooked meat off the edge? Ooh, that was that rivals it. That was like such a small yeah. instant. Like I was actually like extremely mad for like a decent amount of time after Mario Super Strikers. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, cause but... it built for like eighty games. <laughs> yeah. So but... I guess Sydney, like, what would? Specific things that I did during Settlers of Catan that people were like, oh, shut up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's not, it's coupled with the fact that me and Taylor are horrible losers. Okay. The worst losers ever. It's a rough combo. And, but I think as winners, we're just kind of like, yeah, we won. We don't really brag. But Brian was like, ooh, I'll just do this with all my stuff I have. Ooh, I'm going to build another city. There ooh, was, look at me do this. There was one point I had a, I had a city on two ore and one wheat for people that know how to play Settlers of Catan. But mm -hmm. so anytime, or it's like I have my city set up basically so that if a certain number was rolled, I basically got all the resources for a city. Yeah. So I called it my city factory. Oh, geez. And then anytime it was rolled, I was like, oh, city, city factory's up and running. <laughs> apparently that's frowned upon. People can start oh, to get man. upset when you're doing well. Well, yeah. and Brian talked about how you can trade like resources with people, and then Brian would be like, who wants to trade me? And all of us would be like, no, we are <laughs> not trading with you. Yeah. <laughs> Which I also feel is like normal settlers of Catan. Oh, yeah, it's like, it's made for bad blood, that game. <laughs> but the but, um, game that he had the city, city factory in, I still won. Yeah. Oh, boy. 
Because then everyone was all like, oh, Brian City Factory, gotta shut him down. And I'm like, guys, Sydney's still winning. <laughs> yeah. We still need to stop Sydney. But I, apparently oh, I was being annoying enough that people just <laughs> weren't willing to let it go. Yeah, that's impressive. But um. <laughs> so, so here's my thing is think of all the people that I play board games with at home. Mm-hmm. Everybody acts that way. When you're doing well, you celebrate. Oh, yeah. And when you're losing... It's like, I don't know, because here's what I think balances it out is I get really excited when I'm winning, but when I'm losing, I don't get mad at all. Yeah. I just like find comedy in the losing. Well, who was it? Is it you and Simon who have like still have bad blood from Risk? He did hold a Risk grudge against me for over a year. Or like, was it you and Mike who like, just like, I'll never side with Brian because he's a backstabber. No, it was me and Simon, because we played a game of Risk (laughs) one Christmas, and then we played Risk again, like, one or two years later, and Simon sacrificed basically his whole game to, like, uh, make sure that I had no chance of getting anywhere in the game. And it was like, everyone else was playing Risk, and then Simon was just attacking me incessantly for no reason, and I couldn't accomplish anything. Simon was playing Brian Ball. (laughs) Yeah, so... So that's, like, the people I play board games with. So then it was weird to me with them... Because in Sydney's family, the dynamic is like when you're winning, it's like you still be nice to everyone. You're like, oh, you're doing good. Like, you're still in it. Like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, and like if someone's losing, you like be nice to them. Yeah. And if you're winning, you don't gloat at all. But I'm like, I don't know. I feel like it takes away a big like part of enjoying the board game. Yeah. So I, at some, least I have some thoughts I on play this. Board games. It's like. So in my head, um, when I like the way I behave when I'm winning, it depends on like the audience for sure. Like if it's people who I don't know that well, or if it's like people who I know to be sore losers, so I like don't want them to quit, then I'll definitely be like more low key and just like try not to really say anything. But if it's like a bunch of the goofballs that I'm hanging out with, like Mike and Zach probably, or like just depending on the people, you definitely like are intentionally more annoying and, like, flamboyant when you're winning. And then, like, when you're losing, like, you joke about it, too. Yeah. So, like, what was it? I remember specifically playing a board game with... I played Monopoly with Jairus. And him and I each had one Monopoly. And we controlled the rest between us so that nobody else could get a Monopoly. Oh, I remember this game. (laughs) Yeah, we built up our one Monopoly each, and then nothing could happen in the game. And everyone was pissed at us, but, like, it was still good-natured. But then him and I got wine glasses out and then like filled them with like orange juice or something. And then we would just be like, mm, to industry and like clink our glasses <laughs> just because yeah, we were so far ahead of everybody. <laughs> yeah. Like that's how we do board games. <laughs> yeah. Like we're just like idiots. And I think, yeah. So I think I love being a sore winner, like in good fun, but it definitely mm-hmm. is reliant upon how good of losers you're with. Like a good loser in a board game makes the game just as fun as like, a good bad winner if that makes sense yeah and i think i'm a good loser yeah and yeah to that and um like if i i because i had just taught sydney and her family settlers of Catan. Mm-hmm. so like if i was just blowing them out because no one knew how to play i would have been like okay whatever but like sydney and taylor were good and it was a close yeah. game so like when something swung my way 
I wanted to flip out and cheer and be annoying. Mm-hmm. But then they don't respond to that well. <laughs> well, and I do remember it's like you were winning and then all of a sudden like we put the robber on your spot and you weren't getting cards and you're like, hmm, sure would be nice to get this. And we were like, yeah, it would. Don't care. <laughs> yeah. Like, don't care that you're not getting anything. Yeah. I do remember a conversation between Brian and I early on in dating when we started playing cribbage together. And we were in the apartment and we were playing and Brian was like gloating or winning all these hands or whatever. And I distinctly remember being like, okay, I'm not mean to you when I'm winning. Please don't be mean to me when you're winning. Yeah. It's a... Do you remember that? Yes, I do remember that. <laughs> but then to me, I feel like that takes away some of the fun because it's like, okay, when you're winning, you're not allowed to be excited. And when you're losing, the other person's nice to you. So that then it just feels awkward. <laughs> and I also think if like my family knows you a little bit more, it might be a little different. Mm-hmm. But like you still gloat when we're playing cribbage and stuff. Like you kicked my booty today. Yeah. And you gloated a little bit. I and skunked I was her. Fine. Let the record show. I skunked Sydney. Let the record show. Sydney's <laughs> still in the lead. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I just I just get excited. So it's like, even if I try not to be a sore winner, I'm still visibly really excited. And I feel like that's still annoying anyway. Yeah. Like people, like people that know you deeper and know that you're just excited versus like you're just being a turd. Yeah. It's different. Like, I know that you're just excited. In the beginning, when we played cribbage, I thought you were just being a turd. But now I know you're just happy. <laughs> yeah. Like, do you remember... Good to know when I'm happy, I act like a turd. Yeah. I feel like the, uh, like the being... A good loser, though, too, can be, like, I don't know. For me, like, all of this just falls under the umbrella of, like, it's fun to be enthused about a game. So, like, but mm-hmm. only within the context of the game. Like, so, if you're, like, super-duper excited to be winning or, like, super-duper pissed to be losing, all of that is extremely enjoyable as long as it doesn't fall without, like, outside of the boundaries of the game, like, to where you're just, like, actually pissed as a person. Like, that's where it feels, yeah. like, awkward for me. When I can tell someone's, like, actually mm-hmm. upset. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I feel like our board game group at home toes that line sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what is it? Jairus always, his title for one of our cousins is Spineless Robert. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we don't want to play any board games with Spineless Robert, do we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, that's such an intense nickname. <laughs> But, um... Or like when, uh, whenever people start to, uh, like if someone's really trying to make a decision and like everyone's lobbying, trying to push them one way or the other, and then it ends yeah. up being a bad decision or they make the decision someone doesn't want, then it's just like, oh, sour grapes, someone's all upset, yeah. didn't go their way. <laughs> yeah, I feel I like there's know. just something beautiful about just like constantly taking the piss out of each other. Like it's a fun friend dynamic to navigate sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I feel like one of the good examples of, like, being a good loser, making it more fun, not only for you, but for the other people playing, um, I'm going to gas myself up here for a second, was when I was playing, uh, was it Quibbage? Oh, what's that called? Fibbage. Uh, Fibbage. Yeah. You remember the game <laughs> where I got zero? Yeah. That was <laughs> That was, ri- it was ridiculous. Like, statistically, it was more likely that I would accidentally get at least one point. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, not only did nobody vote for my fake answers the entire game, but I not once got the correct answer. And that was absurd. Yeah. But, like, by the end, I was like, all right, let's see if I can keep the streak alive. 
it's a statistical anomaly at the best. Like, <laughs> it, was, it was actually yeah. very fun for me at the end. <laughs> but, mm. but, um, yeah, it's like... And sim- similarly, there was a game of uh, Progressive Rummy we were playing, the second game, where um, my girlfriend's sister's husband um, <laughs> was doing horribly. <laughs> like, were, was, like, I don't... He got down once, but other than that, he had all his cards in his hand at the end of every round. Oh, man. And by the end, he had over a thousand points. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't I don't think he was one of the people that finds fun in losing astronomically. <laughs> Absolutely not. It's hard to do. Like so, I still get pissed a lot of the time. Like sometimes. Well, not a lot, but like, you know, it still happens. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I move through the phases where it's like, okay, I'm in the game, I'm trying to win, it's like, oh, I'm losing, this is annoying, this is frustrating, I'm gonna try to come back, and it's like, oh, wow, I'm losing worse now, how badly can I lose at this point? Like, I'm so far gone, it's funny. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Yeah, I definitely, I feel like it's harder for me to be a good loser when it's, like, something that is, like, a physical ability. Like, if I'm playing basketball, and I'm, like, doing really bad, but I, like, know I can be good, that's, like, much more frustrating than, like, playing some board game. Yeah, that's a whole different round. When it's, like, not up to chance, it's your skill, and it's like, I know I can do better. I get that a lot when we play sand volleyball. See, I feel, yeah, and I see that. And in board games, I feel like I'm a worse loser because I can't control it. And in Mm -hmm. sports, when I play and I lose, and I'm like, all right, it was my fault. I should have played better. I'm not a sore loser. Oh, dang, that's interesting. So I find that interesting, and I wonder if it's, like, from playing years and years and years of, like, team sports. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, because... I don't know. Well, the, what's also interesting about that is I feel like at a certain point, like, being a good loser in sports probably makes you better at sports because, like, you don't, like, get in a rut. Like, you don't miss a few shots and you're just like, oh, I suck, and then you get, like, pissed and then, like, worse. It's, like, being, like, okay with, like, not doing great in, like, an actual sport is probably very beneficial. Yeah. And it took a long time to learn, for sure. But, like, I can be annoyed with myself at first, but... I think I came to the realization, okay, if I'm mad, I'm just going to get worse. So I need to move on and get over it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel that. So I yeah. feel like I'm. it's easier for me to lose in a real athletic type yeah. sport versus a board game. Yeah. I think too, like... Very interesting. I think too, like, Wilsons were definitely raised on the thought of like, hey, like, it's, it's really good to be like invested in things and to like try really, really hard. But like, at the end of the day, it is a game. Like, keep that yeah. in mind. Like, it doesn't yep. matter. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> yeah, like, our parents were never, like, really, really hard on us about sports or anything. Like, there were, I remember on the cross-country team, there were parents that would literally, like, push their kids to the ground after a race because they didn't <laughs> do well. Yeah. Jeez. Like, it's like, what? Like, I could run the sh- crappiest time ever, and Dad would be like, Why? you looked like you were trying really hard. Like, did anything happen? And it's like, no, yeah. thanks, Dad. Like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I remember that. Parents like screaming at the kids like, run faster! And I'm yeah. like, he's running his race, man. It's three miles. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> well, oh, well the, last point, the last point I want to make on this topic is um, the last game of Settlers of Catan that we played. Where um, it was a pretty close game. And then, like, Sydney got a bunch of resources and made some move, like, bought some roads, some points swung and stuff. And then she goes, 
oh, and I guess that's 10. I, I win. I didn't even know I was going to win. Okay. <laughs> and then we're like, oh, Sydney just wins on accident now. Because Sydney's just so much better than all of us. Wow, I'm so glad I'm here to rebuttal on what actually happened. It's like, oh, did I win already again? Oh, that is not what happened. Okay, Jay, this is actually what happened. So we're like playing and Brian is settled on two ore and they're just constantly getting rolled and rolled and rolled and rolled. Well, every yeah. time that the robber came around, because I think people were mad that I won so many games, they kept putting it on my brick. So I couldn't get any brick to build anything. So then finally, somebody got to move the robber. I don't even think it was me. I think it was my mom. And I like kind of talked her into it a little bit. Ooh. And then I was like, okay, I have all these cards. What can I do? And I was just trying to get to another port i think and i got there and then i was like huh should i build a city or should i build a settlement mm -hmm. so i built a settlement and i was like wait i have enough to build a city and then taylor was like and you have the longest road and i was like huh well that's 10 then <laughs> <laughs> so i didn't realize i had built the longest road i was just so focused on the city and the uh, settlement huh? oh man no bricks and you have the longest better. road that's pretty crazy yeah, I think I finally, the rubber got moved from mine, and I had just built a city on it, and so I got a bunch of brick, like, all okay. in a row, and so I was able to do it all, and yeah. I was like, nice. Oh, jeez. So. Yeah. So if that happened at home, and I wasn't able to talk someone into putting the robber on Sydney's brick, then it, then then Sydney won, then Sydney would go, oh, Brian, sour grapes. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's about the size of it. <laughs> I do think I've gotten better at losing when it's just you and I. Yeah. 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 And I hope we can move in that direction because I find so much fun in games in yeah. gloating when you're winning. No, I as, lo as long as the other person can take the gloating well. Yeah, I think we've definitely like progressed to a place that's like over the top, like winning, like ego, simply based on like how entrenched we are in the like it's a game, no hard feelings mindset. Uh huh. Yeah. Which, I think it's all knows. about knowing the person. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Gotta read the room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we should probably move into part three of this episode, huh? Yeah. It's getting We're to be that to time. Really... Yeah. Sydney, it was great having yeah. you on. So we had some technical difficulties where... Or should I even talk about the technical difficulties? No, yeah, I was about to. I didn't. I was looking at you, kind of, to decide if we were going to talk about it. Oh, okay. uh, the audio cut out for a little bit, so we took a little break, but we're back. Um, <laughs> as you, we were going to move into part three of the podcast now. Yep. Well, yeah. So I think we missed the parts where we were saying, "Oh, this is a historical episode." Sydney was our first guest. Yeah. There, there's uh, our inbox is crammed with people wanting to be on the podcast. So. Oh yeah, for sure. Sydney should be honored that she was selected as our first guest. Yes, but now we get to talk about why everything she said was wrong. Yes. <laughs> so that's going to be the third part of the episode. Yes. Like, thank you for saying all those things, but um, please get out now. Let's destroy everything you said. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. But you said you had some resolutions. Yes. And uh, this is so annoying. I have to talk about everything I already said now. Yeah, dude, I'm like tired. Just, just pretend you just pretend you're hearing it for the first time. Yeah, I'm gonna stand up. I'll get standing energy. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
so basically, I have thoughts on New Year's resolutions um, yeah. because so many people make them, and no, I feel like most people don't stick to them or don't follow through on them. Mm-hmm. So to try to combat that and make myself more effective with my New Year's resolutions, I basically make them as smart goals. Yeah, so where you it's like, like want them you to be can, measurable. Yeah, you can measure your progress. You have like a final goal in mind where you're like, okay, check, I accomplished yeah. that one. Is that usually accompanied by a spreadsheet? Um, no, I usually just have, like, a list. Okay, because I found it, like, very common. I, f- I don't know if this happens to you, but, like, my thoughts will get tied up a lot of the time, so then I'll, like, need to be, like, I just need to put everything on a spreadsheet and, like, organize it so I can think about all this at once, <laughs> you know? I mean, yeah, I get like that with other things. Okay, but, but anyway, so you <laughs> want some sort of, like, system. Yes, but that's also gets complicated because I also try to have one soft skill resolution every year. Oh, yeah. And like I said last year, the goal was to be less for- forgetful. <laughs> and I did try to uh, embody that one in a spreadsheet where I would keep track of um, like things I forgot. Yeah. And like felt bad about. So I would be like the date, what I forgot, how, what the repercussions were, how severe the repercussions were. Mm-hmm. Um, but then eventually I forgot to keep doing that. So that one kind of blew up in my face, and I'm considering that a failure. So, <laughs> still uh, forgetful. <laughs> yeah, I well, this is good because I I'm part of the, what I want to talk about is I had like four quick thoughts like uh, that were kind of resolutions, but they're like very vague soft skills, and I thought about mm-hmm. trying to make them like specific, but I was having a tough time. Yeah. So then we both have some like main resolutions, and yeah. then some other just like random things we want for 2021. So we're gonna cover our main ones, and then. Just kind of yap about the fun ones until we hit our time. Yeah. So, I'm going to go through all mine first, and then Jay will go through all his. So, my first one um, is I want to set post-high school PRs in some races. So, I want to get my fastest times since high school. Okay. Um, so not faster than my times in high school because those were really fast and I don't think I'm there yet, but faster than anything I ran through college. Yeah. So I'm looking at the 800, the mile, the two mile, and the 5k. Mm. And the times I believe are for the 800, 207, for the mile, 454, two mile, 1030 something, and then the 5k I think is around 17 flat. Yeah. Huh. So... So Huh. What's funny, or I don't know about funny, but I feel like I fell back to like a similar place in my running career. Like I, I feel like I lost as much like percentage of my performance power as you did, mm-hmm. but because my times were never quite as fast as yours, it looks like you had a much further fall from grace. Yeah, that's true. Like <laughs> I could, I think. Yeah, what was my fastest two mile? I don't know. Like, I ran a track 5K and, like, PR'd by, like, a minute. But, like, I still <laughs> yeah. am, like, a lot less good than I was. Like, if I would have ran a track 5K back then, I would have, like, destroyed it. Like, Oh, yeah, for sure. But it's just, like, interesting. Like, for you, it's so much more clear cut. I also had my ankle break. Oh, yeah. Senior that year. was the whole yeah. thing. <laughs> so I was coming back from that. But now I feel good. I haven't done any hard training yet. But mm-hmm. I'm on, like, eight solid weeks of running every day with no days off. Mm-hmm. And, and you know how usually we go, like, every third week we'll take a little mileage off just as, like, a rest-ish week? Yeah. 
I have not been doing that. So I've been at 100% eight weeks in a row now. Oh, wow. How are you feeling? Like, how's yeah. your body? Um, I feel good. My long run today was brutal, but I think that's because um, I've been having quote-unquote stomach problems the oh, past geez. couple days. <laughs> so I think I might have been a little dehydrated. <laughs> you got the poops? Yep, I got the poops. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> but yeah, so I think that should be fine. I think though, yeah, I'm gonna start moving into some light workouts, get a time trial in by like the end of January. Yeah. It's gonna be interesting to see how well I can train while I'm on outages. That will be. That's gonna be that's gonna be the main obstacle. Yeah. But that's goal number one. Hmm. Goal number two is I want to write a couple of books. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love I how these, like, I say all these like I'm a. Uh... Like, I'm just like, oh, I remember talking about that a while ago, but I really just remember talking about it ten minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyways, I want to write a couple books because um, from my newsletter that I did this year, a lot of people have come to me and been like, hey, you're a really good writer. Like, you have good diction. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I said that good. last time. Cheater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said I have very good uh, vocabulary, good verbiage. Good diction, you might say. Yeah. So... <laughs> We'll fix it in post. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I was like, maybe I should write more. And then another thing is a lot of people come to me asking for money advice just about investing because apparently I seem, I portray myself as someone who knows how to handle their money well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do have a lot to say about how to handle your money and what to do with it and how to like achieve financial fitness. Yeah. Um, so I was thinking I should kind of summarize all that, put it into a book. I don't plan on, like, publishing anything, mm-hmm. but just kind of probably, like, I'd say 20 pages would be about all I would write at the most. I have no idea what it's going to turn into. Yeah. Um, but, I yeah, I just want to get all my ideas on paper and yeah. get them out in the world, maybe. I think that's a very good idea. Like, like I said before, um, <laughs> I can't get over <laughs> it now that we already said this. But, um, yeah, like... It's weird to me, like, it almost seems like intellectual thievery if, like, you got most of your knowledge from, like, books and stuff, but, like, that's how most knowledge passes from person to person, and I feel like you have enough of, like, a wide collection of knowledge, like, from dad or books or just, like, living your life, um, Mm -hmm. that I think you would have at least, like, if not, like, unique content to say, like, a different perspective to say it from, and, like... yeah. Another a different story. Like I feel like you could say it in a way that might be better received by some people. Yeah, that's the thing I was thinking about. Is I'm not going to be saying anything that hasn't already been said in every financial fitness book that's out there. Mm-hmm. But like, if people come to me, I'll be like, "Here, I wrote this." That's like a baller <laughs> move. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> if you can like get some like even ten copies like made, that can't be that expensive, uh-huh. right? If it's 20 pages. Probably not. You'd be like, yeah. here's my book. And like, you. oh, you would love doing that. Like writing a book jacket, you live for that crap. <laughs> right? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> like, you would have so much fun with this. Oh, I'm like so happy for you. <laughs> I can have Jason take some headshots yeah. for me. Oh, man. Dude. <laughs> Here's, really, it'll be more it'll be more like here's my pamphlet yeah it's like well people are gonna think you're like starting a cult i know because <laughs> i do already have a google doc of like brian's financial advice and yeah. it's like two pages oh really but, yeah huh but i can yeah. expand on it a lot for that's that. the one thing i and think then, about oh sorry no go ahead i was gonna say um i've thought about often like just how much joy i get out of like 
putting together a spreadsheet for someone to train. Like, specifically, I've done that several times. It's like, uh-huh. I, we have very similar spreadsheets. I think I used yours originally. To be fair, I've made many, many improvements since then. But, mm-hmm. um, like, when somebody gets interested in running, a lot of times they'll talk to me about it, and they'll be like, yeah, do you, like, have any apps or anything? I'll be like, no, but I have this spreadsheet that I can make for you, and I'll, like, just get really excited really quickly. <laughs> They're like, whoa, oh, yeah. calm down, Jay. I've since dialed back <laughs> my sales pitch enthusiasm. But yeah. um, I've there there will be a section in my book about tracking finances and yeah. my spreadsheet. <laughs> no, yeah, but like, but, um, as far as like making a spreadsheet for somebody, like just specifically the training part, I get so much joy out of that that I've like realistically thought about how satisfying it might be for me to be like a running trainer or just like a in general trainer. Yeah, like I love doing that. All right, and yeah, and then the other book I want to write is about my perspectives on how to lead a happy life. Oh, yeah. Because a lot of people are like, how are you so happy all the time? How do you never get mad or upset? And I'm like, I think I just don't care about anything. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's like there's there's more to it than that, I think. Like, I feel like I've learned a lot from you as far as, like, Mm -hmm. being satisfied. I think that's much more what you have a handle on, Mm -hmm. you know? And then for that one, I was thinking, too, of, like, getting perspectives from you, Aaron, and Rachel also. Ooh, a Wilson Cole. Because, yeah, just because I think a lot of how we live our lives and how we look at the world was shaped by mom. So oh, it yeah. could be, like, Joy's perspective on life as seen through her kids. That's actually I, extremely interesting, and I feel like that could I, be, like, a huge... Like, I, I feel like that's something you hear about, like... The revolutionary new book from author Brian Wilson. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like that's like, that's some touching stuff right there. Mm-hmm. So those were my two ideas. Yeah, I'm all for it. There, I'm excited. There's actually more I want to talk to you about that book yeah. specifically because when I think about it more, it starts to get really funny and like <laughs> culty a little bit. But oh, yeah. <laughs> we can talk about that off pod. Alrighty. Um. All right. I'm gonna power through these last two because I'm taking way too much time on this. Okay. Um. Third one is my soft skill one, which is to be more considerate. That's good. Like, consider other people's consider feelings. <laughs> um, considering other people's feelings and how other people might react or be affected by the decisions I make. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've steamrolled through life a lot. Yeah. And I think I should stop to think about other people every <laughs> once in a while. I think it was very highlighted by COVID this year, because I would just be like, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot harder to do that these days without um like kind of offending other people yeah so even outside of covid i think it's a very important skill that i ought to try to develop and then number four is i want to try to listen to more music Ooh, i was thinking about that because yeah because i used to love music so much i remember going to a lot of effort to like find artists and like dive into albums and then like be obsessed with albums for a while and like you and me were both pretty on the same page yeah, music for a while, and we both then, dove into. Well, you dragged me into extensive podcasts. Yeah, I am like a hundred percent all in on podcasts now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was looking at everybody's like Spotify year and reviews, mm-hmm. and um, so like people's minutes listened were like sixty thousand or seventy thousand, and yeah. then mine was like five thousand. Ooh. Which first I was like okay, this makes me very happy and gives me another data point to justify why I don't pay for premium because I catch a lot of heat for that. (laughs) But then I'm like, well, I feel like now I'm missing this whole thing of my life that used to make me really happy and excited. Mm -hmm. So I think I might dial back the podcasts and try to make more of an effort to listen to music 
Yeah. I've thought about and, that a lot more too. What I want to do is listen to more music, but not do it unintentionally, you know? Like, I don't want to throw on some music just to have in the background. Like, yeah, I want, want to... listen with purpose. Yeah, and that doesn't necessarily mean, like, sitting there and just, like, contemplating <laughs> what's happening. But, like, I don't want to do right. it when I'm, like, doing something else that, like, engages my brain and then there's just noise. Like, I want to be, like, yeah. folding laundry Engaging. and, like, really jamming to something, you know? Yeah, I feel you. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, basically, you would replace podcast time with music time. Yeah, and... I've started to do that a little more. Um, I should send some artists your way because I've actually been finding some stuff that I really, really like. Um, mostly just diving deeper into some artists that I liked previously, like uh, Jesse Reyes, or like I've been diving far more into Lake Street Dive lately. Okay, okay. Um, but then in addition to that, I completely, this is like going to be not a revelation to anybody at all except for like you and I, but I started <laughs> listening to Billie Eilish more. Billie Eilish. Have you heard of her? Yes. This is like the only person I can have this conversation with because like everybody else is like, yeah, Billie Eilish, dude, like get with the program. But okay. <laughs> is she newish? Yeah, she's like really it's young, girl, right? Yeah. Okay, I think I saw her perform somewhere. Oh, really? Not live. Like <laughs> I saw it on the TV. Yeah. It might have been like at New Year's that was I that... saw her and I was like, I was like, this is a girl? Yeah. And I was like. What is it? I, yeah. So I'm just as in the dark about Billie Eilish as yeah. you are. Well, she's like really, really good. I'll send you my favorite songs of her, but, um, she's really into the office. So at one point there was this video going around that was like, uh, Rain Wilson who plays Dwight interviewing yeah. her and like he was in character the whole time. Like it was hilarious, but, um, oh man, then he would just be like young William eyelash. Like <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Like it was, it was hilarious, but, um, but so I call her William Eyelash a lot of the time. But it's really nice. good stuff. I really like it. Um, so should I talk about my serious yeah, resolutions? Go for it. All right. So um, first thing, I had like late in December or maybe mid-December, I was doing a lot of thinking. I was going for a lot of runs with a friend of mine who's like really into philosophy. So we'd have a lot of like really deep conversations. Yeah. And um, so just a lot of, like, self-reflection, like, what I want to do better, like, things I want to improve upon and stuff like that. Um, so I came up with, like, four really quick statements that I could just, like, say in my head, like, really quickly that were, like, intentionally very vague but also very, like, easy to just keep, like, on the tip of my tongue so that I'm thinking about it more often. Mm -hmm. Which I would hope would help me execute a little bit better. But based on the fact that I had to look in my Google Doc at what one of the four things was just now, <laughs> doesn't look great. Um, <laughs> but so of the four things, I'll run through them really quick. The first one is be on time. The second one is tidy up. The third one is watch less. And the fourth one is do now. Mm. So first one, be on time. That one's like super straightforward. It's like, I've gotten better at it in the past year, but I'm still not great. And I want to be great because I feel like it's such a big respect thing to just like be on time for, for engagements sure. that you make, you know? Mm-hmm. Was this um, poked at by the Santa hunt and people making fun of you? <laughs> no, I was actually, I contemplated this a little, like, earlier in the year, like, several months. And then it was one of these four things that I came up with, like, a month ago, maybe. Mm -hmm. But it's just, like, it's such, like, a valuation of somebody's time, like, to be, to make a plan and then arrive late. You're basically just saying, oh, I don't think you were doing anything that important. Um, maybe the person doesn't care that much, but it's like what your action really says. I feel like, you know? Yeah, I feel that. 
Yeah, so I just don't want anyone to feel like I'm wasting their time. And I don't want I don't want anyone to waste my time either. So yeah. I want to then have more grounds to be like <laughs> I wanna I wanna be more allowed to be upset when people are late for my stuff. <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean I've given you a lot of heat for that over the years for sure. Yeah, and I've been really bad at it for like a lot of years. <laughs> but mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Yeah, and that's just like such a like a will thing where it's like you're like sitting there just farting around when you know you need to leave for something soon. It's like just get ready and then wait to leave. Like it's that easy. Yeah. So that's something I want to have in my head. Um, tidy up. So I've gotten like cleaner since um, moving out of the house in terms of like dishes, how I keep my room, stuff like that. Mm. Um, but there's still like an unnecessary amount of clutter, I'd say, a lot of the time, or like it builds at least. Yeah. And then like sometimes I'll fall into like a messy period where like I'm doing a lot of stuff so then my room gets messier because I'm not like focused on it um and I really just want to home in on that um (laughs) just like make sure that my room is like always clean when I leave it or like that I'm always leaving a space like not a mess um and just like part of that is just really being vocal about it when it like when I screw up so I'm just like hey like I left dishes my apologies like stuff like that um but the next one, watch less. Yeah, this one, I was thinking, like, use your watch less. But I'm assuming it Which means consume less. Which is good, because less. I lost my watch. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I'm assuming it means consume less content. Yeah, it's like, that's something that's been bothering me for a while. Just, like, how much time... It was really apparent when I was a remote intern, because, like, there was very little to do, but I felt like I needed to be, like, on the clock, kind of. Uh-huh. So then I would just, like, spend a bunch of time consuming content. And that was really a result of, like, feeling like I need to be engaged, but not, like, entirely engaged. Mm-hmm. So I would, like, just fall to the easiest thing, which was, like, watching YouTube for hours. But, yeah. um... That's a hard one to... That'll get away from you. Yeah, and it's it was just really noticeable then, and it just sort of... I always have the thought, like, what a huge regret it would be at the end of your life to be like, yeah, my one regret is I wish I spent, like, a lot less time just, like, frickin' scrolling. Like, that's dumb. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I've been trying to do a lot less just content consumption. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Are you like, going to do like screen time goals or like for, walkouts? Well, this has been one of my things for a while that like I try to monitor. But um, so on my phone, like on the home screen, it says like you've unlocked your phone this many times and spent this much time on your phone. So like that's mm-hmm. one. Um, aside from like, but like my computer, I have no way of monitoring that. So. That's something I should probably, like, figure out. There's probably, like, an add-on that I could do. Yeah, there's probably Chrome extensions and stuff. Yeah. Something about Adams. But, um... <laughs> but, so, that's a big one. Um, do now is probably one of the most vague, but, like, most important to me. Just because um, it really speaks to, like, the um, procrastination portion that I don't really like that I do a lot of the time. Yeah, um, I think that everyone falls victim to that. Yeah, but it sort of ties into be on time, too, because the biggest the reason I'm not on time is because, like, I'll be like, oh, I'll get ready when I need to get ready. But she's like, no, just get ready now. Like, you're not doing anything. Yeah. Yeah, like, just big on, like, not postponing anything for no reason. Like, if there's no reason to postpone it and I'm not doing anything, then just, like, do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like watching less will, like, provide much more of a time vacuum for those kind of little tasks to occur. Where it's, like, there's yeah. no time sink. It's, like, well, I'm just sitting here staring at the wall. What do I need to do? It, like, it spurs that action. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's cool. I feel like those are all very much, like, personal growth things that, like, everybody wants to do. Yeah. 
So I'm really excited to see how you pull those off. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I kind of wanted some, like, maybe maybe with this we'll get more into this some other time. <laughs> but I do, I don't have, a, like, a plan yet for how to execute, per se. Mm-hmm. But I'd be very interested um, if you had any thoughts on how to maybe, like, keep track of these things. I mean, yeah, they sound like they kind of lend themselves kind of to the way that I was trying to keep track of forgetfulness. <laughs> which which is basically... Exactly, yeah. But no, I think it was a good um, a good plan in theory, and mm-hmm. I just did not execute. Yeah. Um, basically, just kind of like a gold star, red frowny face kind of system, where, like, for my forgetfulness, it's like, if you forgot something, red frowny face. And then if you remember something that you think was like, ooh, good catch, good job remembering that, then gold star. Okay, and like sort of carrot in the stick. To, yeah, just kind of like try to keep track of your progress. So if you find yourself watching a lot of content, then like it's just, just more in your face. face. Yeah, but then if you're like, wow, I just went a week without watching any YouTube videos, mm-hmm. the gold star. Yeah, and, and honestly, then you can kind of track your progress. A that worked bit. out really well for tracking my finances. Maybe we'll be like revealing some of the book points in this podcast. But um, like <laughs> we, you and I, well, me doing basically your system, um. It's never like you set a budget. It's just that you document everything and make it very visually easy to see where you're spending money. Like, mm-hmm. it's really easy to lose track, but if you organize it all so that you can see it super easy, then it's just, like, in your head more. You don't need to plan to spend less. You just, like, do because you see, oh, I'm spending so much here. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, okay, yeah. Maybe I'll try to do something like that. But um, I have a couple more serious goals and then some whimsical stuff. I'll, I'll just, like, list off the serious ones that are left. Because they're kind of dumb. Um, I want to stretch after my runs, like, religiously, because I feel like that's very, very good to do. Um, good physical health thing. Yeah. Considering running a marathon, but I wasn't a sure marathon. if that's what I really want to do, a marathon. Um, we can talk about that some other time, because I haven't really decided if that's what I want to do. Um, yeah. It's a big commitment. Yeah. I want to journal at least once per week. Okay, okay. And then I also want to record 50 podcasts. So Ooh, I, 52 I, yeah. weeks in a year. Yeah. But, but, um, yeah. So I meant to tell you, I'm starting a podcast, um, oh. standalone. This is just Are considering, you? this is concerning that goal. Yeah. So, so you'll be left out of this one, but I'm going to record. Wait, 50 podcasts. are you serious right no. now? <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, I'm only doing this podcast. <laughs> I didn't know if you were going to do like a vlog podcast of like a, like a personal audio journal oh, or man. something. Dude, if, if there's like seven people who listen to you and I talk for an hour, mm-hmm. there would be like less than one person who listens to me <laughs> for one hour. Well, I mean, and that person it would, would be me. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. It would be like a more just for you thing. Like, but I guess you said oh, like journal a, once. A, like a captain's blog. Journal, yeah. Like you said, journal once a week. I'm like, maybe it's an audio journal. Or something. Oh man. Ooh. Like a video journal. Like good luck, Charlie. Not like good luck, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'd have to hire a whole sitcom crew that'd be a hassle um yeah. <laughs> but i'm ready so to... you're gonna start 52 different podcasts no just record 50 podcasts record 50 episodes of one podcast yeah so i'll have my tape deck right next to my computer while i'm playing podcasts that i like listening to and you'll record them i'll record them <laughs> <laughs> gonna say i'm not sure why you want to do that but go for it <laughs> i got all this tape just taking up space i don't know why they gave me this um, but yeah so that's all my serious goals um not much to talk about on those last ones but i do have some whimsical goals okay do you have any whimsical goals 
I don't know what you mean by whimsical necessarily. <laughs> like the year of soft cheeses level of whimsical. Like this is a resolution for this year. Okay, I've got a couple of those. Okay, yeah. Similar, similar, similar to your marathon goal, I do want to try to run a beer mile this year. Ooh. I need to see. I need to see how hard this really is. Yeah. Show you little kids what's up. Yeah, you're pretty far removed from your uh, beer chugging days. I know, but I still hang my hat on the two liter challenge that I've <laughs> obliterated. So that was chugging an entire two liter and then running one lap. How many ounces in a two liter? I don't know. Let me check. I, I think it's a two liter is more than four beers. I don't know, those, um, that is a deceiving, it's 67.6 fluid ounces. Okay. And so that's four 66. beers is 48. Yeah. So it's know, considerably so, less. But beer is so much worse. Yeah, plus it's the four beers and four laps versus all of it at once and then one lap. That's true. So I don't really know. Um, but yeah, I want to try that, see what it's all about. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, hit me with one of your whimsical goals. I want to hear them. All right. So um, one thing I didn't mention about going to Columbus was that Tommy is a sourdough guy now. Oh, boy. Who He's got a starter. <laughs> <laughs> so he really got me hyped about the idea. He was like, yeah, no. So like I make sourdough like once a week, and then um, I put the little bit of starter back in the container, and then I have bread for the week, and that's what I do. I'm just like, that's awesome. He's like, yeah, and you don't need that much stuff. It's pretty cheap. I'm just like, that's so cool. Like, I'm so excited. And then I, once he had me hooked, he was like, yeah, so all you really need is, like, uh, the thermometer. And I was like, okay, I can do that. And then he, then he said, well, I guess you also want the food scale because you want to keep the ratio of, like, flowers that you put in the same every time. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, flowers? And he's like, yeah, so I do a blend of bread flour and wheat flour. Um, so, and you go through a lot of it cause you have to feed the dough every time you bake. Uh-huh. So then you like, you do waste a lot of flour, but flour's cheap. I'm just like, okay, well that makes sense. And uh-huh. I said, well, also when you do the proofing process, you'll want a bread basket to shape your loaf. I'm like, okay, well a basket can't be that expensive. That's like wicker or something. I don't know. Like I'll buy a bread basket. And I said, oh wait. And yeah, you'll want to buy a Dutch oven to bake it in. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> and like the dutch oven would definitely be the most expensive part it's like um if you can remember the vessel that like dad would cook pork and sauerkraut in that big red thing yeah yeah it's like one of those Hmm. but i think like that's multifaceted too yeah but one of my roommates has one of those i think okay so i think i could get by without one of those for now and just get like a scale a thermometer a bread basket and flour (laughs) yeah yeah, that's honestly not that much. And then think of, it's like an investment. Like then yeah. you don't have to buy bread anymore, and you yeah, have so. good bread all the time. Yeah. So that's one of the. Dude, things... I loved living with my roommate that made bread because yeah. he just made bread all the time, and he was always like, "I'm just making it. You guys can eat it." And I'm yeah. like, "Dope." Wait, Kyle? <laughs> no, it was uh, Jovi. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. Um. But yeah. So 2021 might be the year of sourdough for me. I'm a little behind on the trend. Okay. okay. But um. Yeah. You got another whimsical guy. Yeah, mine's the year of Bloody Marys. I kind of hinted Ooh. at it. I felt really left out in Florida, so I think I'm going to have to get into this whole savory drink business. I'm just going to... It's one of those things where I'm just going to drink it until I like it. Nice. And then, I respect and then it. You got, and then we can be friends again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're, t- we're on hiatus. The podcast I remains. Re- <laughs> I can rejoin the family. Yeah. 
Yeah, what we didn't tell about Christmas vacation in Florida was that when I said I didn't like Bloody Marys, everyone cold-shouldered me the rest of the week. <laughs> just like, like haven't you, talked to me since. Do you hear something? There's somebody, some, <laughs> some high-pitched whine. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's funny. Um, yeah, I feel like you could definitely be opened up to it because, like, you don't dislike savory things, per yeah. se. Um, and honestly, if Rachel had been making you Bloody Marys this whole time, I could see you not taking to those immediately because those are pretty strong Mm -hmm. um yeah did you ever enjoy v8 did you ever do that no oh well not gonna lie it might be an uphill battle for you bud but uh (laughs) (laughs) i like the v8 fusion yeah that's just juice dude (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's different (laughs) yeah we'll see what i can do there real quick before my next uh whimsical goal um Standing energy has worked for me. I'm I'm right back in it. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've wanted to take off this hoodie for an hour. <laughs> That's <laughs> but I can't take to be in. I don't want to take my headphones out. <laughs> oh jeez. Well, we're I feel like we're nearing the end. Um, I could take it off and snake it down the wire and around my laptop. <laughs> you could do that. <laughs> I'm not gonna make any claims as to whether that would be good or not. Or you could just leave it on the headphones. And just like le- make sure the he- the hoodie oh, is supported. Yeah. I think I think I can tough it out. <laughs> okay, just <laughs> want to check in on you, bud. <laughs> um, but uh, one of my whimsical goals. Let's see. Once a week, man. I only really have two whimsical goals, I guess. Um, oh, so you're you're done? Yeah. So this one, it's not really like anything that I have to do per se. Well, it is, but it's it's really easy to achieve. But I'm not sure if I'm going to do it this year. Um, I want to donate my hair and shave my head bald. Oh. So, like, I don't know if my hair will get long enough or, like, if I'll be done growing it out, like, for me. But mm-hmm. I want to really firm down for, like, just chopping all of it off at once and, like, shaving my head. Okay. I don't so know about- we're gonna. So we're going to get small baldy part two. Yeah, this will be big baldy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, or bald slim. Slim bald? I don't Slim know. Bald. When, when Jay baldy? was a very small child, he also shaved his head for swim team one time, and he, that was when he was still the smallest cousin, so we called him Small Baldy for a while. <laughs> but, um, but if you think about it, nobody else was shaving their head at that phase of swim team. <laughs> yep. Like, it was just something point. I did. Why? Because I was like, I'm going to shave my head. I feel like I saw, like, Ryan Hillier shave his head, maybe? Or Probably. Last name redacted, Ryan. <laughs> Um, <laughs> more terrible but uh <laughs> but yeah no i was just real psyched to shave my head in fifth grade huh you know wait yeah, quick be... story about that i remember when i first had the mohawk because i shaved a mohawk in first obviously i did you do like a avatar thing we tried to it didn't work but um okay i intentionally invited one of my friends over to the lake and then, like, mm-hmm. got there before him so I could, like, walk around the park, like, at a decent distance, not mm-hmm. really close, but just see how long it took him to realize it was me, because I had a moment. <laughs> like, that was the whole point of it. Nice. Like, I'm a Good motives. Weird kid. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I do want to shave my head, and I want to firm down on it. But actually, does, like, physically shaving it, like, with a razor, does that change the way your hair comes in? Because that would be kind of scary. I doubt it. Yeah, and you know I've had this hair for my whole life. If it changed, that wouldn't be the worst thing. 
Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I guess my my whimsical goals were not as many as I thought. So I guess as it looks right now, this year will probably be the year of sourdough if I plan to do that. Okay. Because I, I, well, have, I have Tommy's starter in the fridge. It's in the jar and it is expanding exponentially. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> so yeah. you're, already, you're already getting ankle deep in there. Yeah, I need to transfer it to a new container. It is like, it's it's getting angry. It's taking over. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's all I got. Are you? Do you have any more funny goals? Yeah, for me, it's going to be the year of Bloody Marys and I think adult sports leagues. <laughs> <laughs> because We sound like aliens trying to like assimilate. <laughs> it's just like, I think I'm going to listen to teen music now. <laughs> have you have you heard of the adult sport leagues? <laughs> <laughs> I think we should get involved in one or two of those. I'm going to try to hone my compassion this year. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> but yeah, so me and Sydney play in a four on four um four on four sand volleyball league. Yeah. And we've had a lot of fun with that. And then we've also wanted to try to do two on two, so it's just us. Um, oh wait! And then, I thought you were talking about like pro sports, like watching football and stuff. Like I thought no, you were just like, no, 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 should no, I no. partake in adult sports leagues? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is kind of a loose one too. I'm like, wow, maybe I should be more involved in something because it's yeah. just fun to rally behind a team. Yeah, like no, I feel like not... I would have been, I would have been much more sad, honestly. But if after the Cincy game, if I'd been more invested throughout the season, but that first half would have been way more hype too if I was yeah. more invested throughout the season. But go Just on more, with your... More emotional dynamics. Yeah. Go on with your adult sports leagues, you alien. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we might do two-on-two volleyball doubles, as they call it. Um, and then also, have you ever heard of pickleball? Yes. I play. Yeah. It's huge in Wilmington. Really? I thought it was just old and, people. I don't know. Maybe it is just old people. But there's a lot of old people in Wilmington. And <laughs> oh, there's man. tennis courts everywhere. And I always see people playing pickleball. Yeah, so it's fun. Sydney... Yeah, Sydney's like, we should get in a pickleball league. And then also, <laughs> Sydney is really into spike ball since we taught her that. Yeah. And she's like, are there leagues for spike ball? I'm like, oh, yeah. there's gotta be. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, we should get into more of that. Because me and Sydney are both athletes and yeah. competitive. And we love it. That's so awesome. So we're like, maybe we should look around for some of those. And that's like, that's I feel like people talk about how hard it is to find friends when you're adults. And it's like, at least for us, that's I feel like it's because you stopped doing sports. Yeah. But, like, that's so fun. Uh-huh. So, I'm excited. that's another thing we want to try to get into. Nice. Well, I think this is a good place to wrap it up. We probably went a little bit over, but honestly, this has probably been... I think this is... Dare I say, we're hitting our stride. Yeah. <laughs> really hitting our stride. I lost all semblance of the space-time continuum when my recording cut out and i had to restart it so i don't even know what the time's at yeah who knows um oh wait real quick note i started parting my hair at a different point in my head so that's kind of weird yeah well i wouldn't know because i always see you in a buff yeah i do wear it well it's drying right now so okay <laughs> okay fine whatever <laughs> wait real quick sorry one more thing <laughs> i went to buy my shampoo because i moved and i didn't have room for shampoo that's how packed the car was um <laughs> wow yeah but <laughs> so I went to the store to buy a pack of Skittles. No, um, <laughs> that's a song for anyone who doesn't know. Um, but 
I was looking for sulfate-free shampoo, and I was like, okay, because that's the only bar I really have, and I was going to get my normal brand that I know doesn't have sulfates in it, but mm. I was like, maybe there's something cheaper, you know? So I was looking, and I was, like, reading all these backs of bottles, trying like, scanning for sulfates, and so many of them had sulfates, and I was like, well, how far do I go down the aisle? Because it's organized, like, here's the most expensive, there's the least expensive, like, at what point do they start using sulfates? And I was, like, really freaking out trying to, like, because there were so many brands to read. Yeah. Until I realized there was, um, there was little, like, tags on the, um, price, like, thing, the price, like, yeah. tag. Um, yeah. and they would have different color codes that were, like, cruelty-free, sulfate-free, like, paraben-free. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so I saw that I, there was one that was, the one brand that I usually use is, uh, cruelty-free and... Um, sulfate-free, so I was like, oh, okay, cool. Um, didn't know it was cruelty-free, but good on me, I suppose. Um, <laughs> but then, then you found one shampoo with a rainbow tag that said, this shampoo doesn't have anything in it. <laughs> <laughs> Everything free. Um, <laughs> animals actively produce this. Um, <laughs> no, but, um, I saw all the sulfate-free ones were like the same price point, like eight or eight ninety nine per bottle, and I was like, "That's absurd." Mm. Um, but then I saw something for seven forty five per bottle, and it was Avino sulfate-free, sulfate-free shampoo conditioner, and I was like, "Ooh, I like Avino products. I'll get that." Um, but then I saw this one wasn't cruelty-free, so oh. yeah. But um, so you're using cruel shampoo now. No, that's and then I started to think about it, okay? Because there's probably a large gap between cruelty free and like the cruelest that these products get, you know? <laughs> okay, there's a spectrum. So I think there should be more tags like cruelty free. Just be like, eh, and then like a little cruel. cruel. <laughs> like <laughs> this tag just says cruel. <laughs> like yeah, we we really screwed up some animals for this stuff. Um. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Like, I don't know. That'd be good to know. Like, think about... It'd be like when they put the pictures of the diseased lungs on cigarettes. It'd be like a motivation yeah. for the conglomerates, I suppose. Yeah, just put a dying puppy. <laughs> or, like, not even a dying puppy, but just label it as, like, cruelty. <laughs> like, there is cruelty in this one. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know about that. Because, like, I don't know if Amino <laughs> was really messing with animals or if they just, like, didn't meet the standards of cruelty-free. That's true, but then where do you draw the line? That's true. <laughs> how do you rate? How do you rate the cruelty? Yeah, how do you like determine? Okay, this is like gray area, but that's that's cruel, guys. Come on. Yeah. I don't know. I'm sure the government could proceduralize it if they had to. Yeah. How about it? Maybe it's like if the animals are forced to compete in the Paralympics instead of the regular Olympics afterwards. Then <laughs> that's how you can tell that it was cruel. The the seldom watched animal Olympics that happen every four years. No, they actually happen every thirty two years. It's um, it's once every eight Olympic cycles, and they've all been canceled because of wars. So we're really nervous for the first one to happen. Yeah, a lot of a lot of really good animal athletes have missed their time because they were born in the wrong era. Yeah, we're gonna have one in the forties, but World War Two, and then seventies. It was gonna be hosted in Vietnam, but jeez, mm -hmm. oh man. Um, there, there's one Galapagos tortoise that has been a three-time <laughs> returning champion, though. Well, no, they haven't happened. He's been just just training. He's like 150 <laughs> years old, and he's like, gosh darn it, I was gonna get this round. He's still ripped. <laughs>
Oh man, okay, we're getting into a weird zone. I think we gotta wrap it up. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm just gonna let it go. The uh, the statement that you did not have room for a bottle of shampoo in your car. It was rough, that, dude. Like I was, you couldn't you couldn't put it on your lap. <laughs> I was putting individual posters into the car. Okay, I'm. I said I would let it go. I don't want to dig into it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that one's better left alone. <laughs> Yeah, I suppose. Well, um, I, I just see you dumping dumping a bottle of shampoo into the sky, like the ceiling, <laughs> the skylight. Yeah, yeah. It's like I just. <laughs> oh man, that's absurd. Um, we do have one email. Oh yeah, I forgot we get emails now. Yeah, I'll read it real quick uh, before we wrap up. Hi, Speedy. weekly. We've added personalized suggestions to your privacy checkout to make it even easier to stay on top of your privacy. Oh, we'll help you boy. choose how long your data is saved, turn off location sharing, and more, all from your privacy checkout. Thanks, Google. I don't feel the need to discuss that email. Yeah, I think we can move on. Um, yeah, but <laughs> you're allowed to send us emails if you're a real person or a bot, so we will read all of them. Um, so that's weeklywilsonpod at gmail.com. Yeah, I was looking at the demographics, and it's actually um, 12% of our listeners are robots. Really? Yeah. Oh, nice. Cool. Okay, yeah, so write in. Um, we don't care how advanced your AI is. We'll read it. Um, even if it's binary, we'll figure it out. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so weeklywilsonpod at gmail.com. Let us know what you're thinking. We'd love to hear it. Um, and welcome to the new year from the two of us. I think it's going to be good. Just the two of us. Just the two of us. Um, yeah, but um, until the end of next week, and unless otherwise stated, I'm Jay Wilson, he's Brian Wilson, and this has been The Weekly Wilson. Boobity-bop. Skeebity. Beebity bop, skibbity bop, bow, reebity bop, bidi boodoo, beebly beep, skibbity bow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mixing, mixing some rests in there. Yeah. So, um, little story. I started to try and learn guitar again for like the eleventh time, and it really occurred to me how much I forgot about music. Because I was like, oh, there's like crescendos, decrescendos, but also rests. You're allowed to rest, guys. Sometimes it's yeah. about not playing. There's a lot of value in silence. Yeah, the best players are the ones who know when not to play. Mm. I'll leave it at that.